Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Kita fakaronga mai koe kito tato al horihori kita reo edarangi o Aotearoa. You're with our changing world on RNZ National, and now. For the last few years on Summer Science, we've been featuring some original podcasts produced by University of Otago students as part of their master's degrees in science communication. This one is brought to us by Garrett Chin. Melanoma is a type of cancer which arises from the skin. Commonly, the cancer is caused by exposure to UV radiation, which comes from either the sun or tanning booths. Australia and New Zealand have the highest rates of melanoma in the world, a medical drug called Keytruda has been developed that works with the immune system to destroy advanced melanoma. Now, this is melanoma which has spread around the body. Here in New Zealand, Keytruda is currently not being funded through the government agency called Pharmac. My name is Garrett Chin, and in this one-off podcast, we will explore the need for this drug to aid advanced melanoma patients and to take in the considerations from Pharmac to fund this drug. Pharmac has the responsibility to decide which medical drugs to publicly fund here in New Zealand, and there is a need for this drug to be funded. Dr David Perez, a recently retired medical oncologist, has worked at the Dunedin Hospital for 32 years and has reasons why Keytruda should be funded. So Dr Perez, why is there a need to fund Keytruda? Uh, For a number of reasons. One is that there's no other effective treatment for advanced melanoma. Uh, The second reason is that Keytruda can work very well and very fast in sick people to the point where their quality of life becomes very good. And even if it's not curative, you know, that quality of life for the last year or so, 9 to 12 months of their life, or however long these checkpoint inhibitors are working for, is very valuable. Uh, The third reason I think that we needed to consider funding it was because Australia has done the same and most other Western countries have and we were left sort of uh, in the vanguard of others and so again I think that was uh, pressure to provide funding. Dr Perez provided a great summary on the need for Keytruda to be funded that the quality of living for the patient increases, that Western countries are funding the drug, and that there is no effective treatment for advanced melanoma. Just adding on from what Dr Perez had said, Keytruda is part of a family of drugs called checkpoint inhibitors. Another example of a marketing drug involved in this family is called Optivo. Now, how these drugs work is by allowing certain cells in the immune system called T-cells to be continually activated by blocking interactions that would normally turn a T-cell off. So essentially, you're keeping your immune system constantly at work to clear the cancer. However, even though Keytruda has been shown to be quite effective, Pharmac have systems in place in order for the drug to be funded. Dr Trudy Sullivan, a health economist from the Department of Preventive and Social Medicine, provides an insight onto what Pharmac needs to consider. 
So over to you, Dr Sullivan. You know, there's a lot of considerations. Pharmac do a very good job at deciding what to fund and not to fund. And they look at lots of different criteria. One of them is value for money. So if it's very expensive and you're not getting a lot of benefit from it and there may be alternative treatments, that's part of it. But they also look at a lot of other things. So impact on budget, flow-on effects to family, to society, all those sorts of things. I think the main thing is that when you're looking at funding these sorts of things, there's always an opportunity cost to it. So if you're going to fund this drug, what else can't you fund? So it could be that one drug, which is very expensive, might give a high benefit to a few people, but that same money might be able to give a medium-sized benefit to a lot of people. From speaking to Dr Sullivan, a huge limitation that Pharmac has is the allocated budget that they have to spend on medical drugs. I spoke to Dr Lindell Kelly, who is a radiation oncologist in the Dunedin Hospital. She explained the idea that New Zealand's budget is low compared to other countries such as the United States and Australia. Therefore, New Zealand's access is limited to these effective drugs like Keytruda. On the other hand, not only is there a difference in budgets between Western countries, but how the countries assess whether a drug should be funded are different to New Zealand. I have Dr Christopher Jackson, a medical oncologist from the Dunedin School of Medicine, to explain this. Dr Jackson. So the New Zealand funding funding system is quite complicated and it's very different to other Western funding systems. Most other overseas funding systems consider the effectiveness and they consider the price and they give a cost-effectiveness equation and if it gets to a certain cost-effectiveness threshold, the drug gets funded. In fact, one of the main founding statements of the UK National Institute of Clinical Health and Excellence, or NICE, was that the NHS would be willing to pay a fair price for a gain in health outcome. The New Zealand model is quite different. The New Zealand model doesn't have that. The New Zealand model says we will cap the entire budget at a certain point for all drugs, and under no circumstances will the uh, envelope expand. So what that says is they will never grow the cake. They will only cut the cake into ever smaller pieces. So the only way to create new room for a new drug is actually to cut out funding for other drugs. So that's by leveraging down the price or bundling deals together. So getting cheaper prices for existing pharmaceuticals. So ultimately, the different ways how other Western countries fund their drugs is different to New Zealand. It is quite clear through Dr Jackson and Dr Sullivan of the concept that if Pharmac is going to fund a particular drug, a question that needs to be asked is what other treatments are you missing out on? Because there's always an opportunity cost that exists. Now, the system that Pharmac carries out in order to fund a drug is not perfect. In fact, the system could provide more transparency and understanding. Having further discussions with Dr Jackson, he brought up the idea that it is unclear if whole system's costs are taken into account with the cost-effective assessments that Pharmac carry out. These are operational costs to carry out the treatment for the patient, such as having more time in hospital, more transport to hospital, more nursing hours. It is unclear whether Pharmac takes on those kinds of considerations to have a full assessment of cost-effectiveness. Adding to Pharmac's assessment model for drug funding, after reading a clinical review from Pharmac about Keytruda, they stated, 
According to current data, most people who receive Keytruda for advanced melanoma will not see a response in their cancer. Of those people that do get a response, it is not clear at this time whether Keytruda will help them live longer. Dr. Jackson disagrees with this point as there are randomized phase 3 studies which show that there is an increase in overall survival with patients. All in all, Pharmac do well with the current system, but they can improve on the system by allowing a better understanding on the assessment of cost-effectiveness for drugs and also have a better understanding and evaluation of the clinical data that exists. What Pharmac could do is fund Keytruda on an interim basis, perhaps. I have Dr. Perez once again to explain this idea. That's why I said I thought interim funding was a useful way of thinking about these. Because, for example, you could say, because we don't have full evidence, we will provisionally fund this for two years or maybe three, by which time we anticipate fuller information will be available. And these are the benchmarks that we're going to be looking for at the end of three years to decide if the funding is going to continue beyond that point rather than just leaving it completely open. Personally for me, I really admire that interim period because it serves both sides of the coin. On one side, the patient receives treatment and on the other side, Pharmax funding will not be permanent. This will really give more time to gain more data on the drug and its uses, especially whether it is curative. In summary of this podcast, it is clear that Keytruda is a powerful drug and can increase patient survival. However, Pharmac has to also consider in their system all other medical innovations and treatments that are out there to fund, and that the budget is limited and cannot serve a large array of drugs like other Western countries. On the other hand, Pharmac's system is not perfect and improvements can be made. That was science communication student Garrett Chin from the University of Otago, and he was talking with retired medical oncologist David Perez. Trudy Sullivan, who's a health economist in the Department of Preventive and Social Medicine at the University of Otago, and radiation oncologist Lyndall Kelly and medical oncologist Christopher Jackson, who are both at Dunedin Hospital. That's all for now. For more, check us out on the web, rnz.co.nz slash ourchangingworld. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.